Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive, in front of audio video. WTAW, I'm Chelsea Reber with a news update on The Zone. The Texas Higher Education Coordinating Board approves Texas A&M's request to create two bachelor's degrees in journalism. This morning's unanimous vote followed a presentation from A&M Provost Alan Sams. He did not bring up, nor was he asked about, the failed hiring of Kathleen McElroy to direct the journalism program. The department has strong leadership from an experienced department head. Searches for eight additional full-time journalism faculty members have been approved for hiring over the next three years, with four in this coming year. Sam says 50 Current AM students and 50 freshmen are expected to be in the new program this fall. Brazos County Commissioners address a bump in starting the process of building a medical examiner's office. After selecting an architect two weeks ago, County Purchasing Agent Charles Went says they received no interest from companies that could monitor the architect and the general contractor. The statutes allow us to take other measures to procure services that the county needs. And so we have contacted several companies and we are attempting to get those services and negotiate the best rates possible. Went also said the county will have to spend general fund money to hire a construction consultant. The original plan was to spend federal pandemic grant money for the consultant. The grant money will still go towards the architect and the construction of the $24 million facility. For two consecutive weeks, Bryan ISD school board members have discussed security measures. The agenda for a special meeting on Tuesday night kept the conversation behind closed doors with no statements before or after executive session by board members and administrators. Last week, board member Leo Gonzalez summarized a prior meeting of BISD's safety and security committee. We covered some new safety devices. I guess we probably shouldn't go into too much detail, but we did agree on some safety devices that are extremely effective, cost effective. This week's discussion and executive session was supposed to be about the deployment of security personnel. I'm Chelsea Reber on The Zone. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events like a date with my wife or going out together with my family and friends, things that we couldn't afford thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. This is Senior Corps. 360,000 volunteers age 55 and older driving results through service. Helping communities recover from devastating disasters. Uh, RSVP plays a valuable role they're still here helping the unmet needs of the community and the survivors of the devastation. Making sure that those who need assistance can remain in their own homes. If I didn't have a senior companion, I would be really lost. <laughs> Tutoring and mentoring tomorrow's leaders. The advantage of having foster grandparents working with the children one-on-one, -on -one, that's a tremendous benefit. Visit nationalservice.gov or call 1-800-942-2677. This message brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. Do you have a problem with your pension or 401k? 
Pension Help America connects Americans to resources that can provide answers to questions about their retirement plans. Found online at pensionhelp.org, Pension Help America is a website of the Pension Rights Center, a nonprofit consumer organization that protects and promotes the retirement security of American workers, retirees, and their families. If you have a question about your retirement plan, visit pensionhelp.org. That's pensionhelp.org, a public service message from the Pension Rights Center. Is your home ready for another harsh Texas summer? If not, now is the best time as Superior Air Repair has the best rebates and discounts available all year on select high-efficiency Crane and Linux AC systems with financing plans to meet any budget. With our 100% satisfaction guarantee and the best prices all year, you can't go wrong with a new AC system from Superior Air Repair. Call today to upgrade your comfort and superior service you can expect. I'm Carl Walthall. You can trust Superior Air Repair because you can trust in me. is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring this portion of our program is brought to you by superior air repair we thank you very much for being with us would you turn that tape on for me please uh, austin for that yeah yeah tape it yeah thanks uh we're doing a little stuff on the air, a little uh, inside baseball for you. John Jones has joined us uh, in studio, and I'm I'm very uh, first of all, thank you very much for coming out and doing this. Oh, thanks so much for having us. Um, and John is the owner of Lucko Ranch Pond Management. John, um, how'd you get the pond management business? Um. Mostly by accident. Um, so I actually wasn't going to go to college, and a friend of mine was coming down here to A&M, and I didn't know much about A&M, and, and I was thumbing through his catalog, yeah. and I was looking at all the jobs at the time. I was the son of a well digger, and he got real greasy and, and worked hard for your money. And, yes. And uh, Decided you didn't want to make a living doing that. Well, I was, I was stuck with it, but I got all the way down to the, the last page, and there's this College of Wildlife and Fisheries. Yeah. And I was scrolling through that, and there's fisheries management. And earlier that week, somebody had said, hey, uh, you know, if you if you do what you love, you never work another day in your life. I said, well, that's pretty smart. I don't know if it really is or not. But uh, but I think that's true, by the way. Okay, yep. Well, it worked. And uh, so I said, I'll be a pro fisherman. I decided that day, and I decided I'd go to A&M and get a degree in uh-huh. fisheries management because, uh-huh. of course, you have to be a great pro fisherman if you had a degree in it. <laughs> Turns out, you know, at the time I was living up by Lubbock, and um, I was a pretty good fisherman for Lubbock, but I'm not a good fisherman compared to a good yes. fisherman. And yes. I learned that real quick. Yeah. Uh, so you tried to fish the circuit for how long? Oh, not at all. I quickly oh. I came down here and immediately realized, you know, I was good for Lubbock. Okay. So, okay. But I, I love growing and 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 making things better and and um, improving and yep. and and so turns out um one of the first classes a, a parks and wildlife employee came in talked about electro fishing i said well that's even better in fishing. yeah, yeah. And, um, it's easier yeah exactly and so uh you know fast forward today and and uh, that's that's what i do or i type a lot now but i, I did electro fish <laughs> so you're saying you you're you spend more time in the office than than you want to well, we've got about 70 people now that, that work on the team. And so, um, yeah. What's the biggest lake you've built? Uh, built probably 40 acres or so. Well, good gosh. Mm-hmm. That's a size. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, how many uh, ponds, lakes, tanks around here have you guys uh, managed or, or done things with? Uh, we're somewhere around 8,000 ponds. No kidding. Lakes, yeah, but not oh. just around here. No, so I get eight, that. Eight, you're, you're all over, correct? right? Uh, Texas. Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. Wow, that's awesome. Um, what What are the top two or three questions when somebody calls your office? What are you going to hear from them? Well, how can I grow bigger bass? I bet is one of them. Oh yeah, you know I want to grow big fish, and how do I do it? Yes, uh, this time of year, it's um, how do I get rid of this hydrilla? Yeah, you know they use yep. that word interchangeably for yes. a lot of plants. Yes. Um, and um, what does it take? How much does it cost to build a lake? Those are three pretty common questions. And your answer, my guess to that last one, is what size of lake do you want? 
Well, I'd say it has a lot to do with where you're from and, and where your property is. So uh, a lake can cost as little as maybe $25,000 an acre and can cost $300,000 an acre if you have to do certain types of uh, synthetic liners and, and coverings and, and things like that. So there's a wide range depending on what part of the state you're in. And, and really, soil characteristics are what's going to dictate I was going to say, I'm guessing soil makes a difference as to where whether you do synthetic liners or not? Absolutely. Um, you know, the, from cheap to expensive, um, and generally, you know, where there's more lakes, there's more cheap options. So out east, mm-hmm. on the eastern border of Texas, mm-hmm. you'll be able to just dig a hole in most places. There's a lot of clay, and um, okay. put a core in, in your dam, and, okay. and for, that's the most affordable type of lake. As you get to College Station and between here and Austin, and now there's exceptions to all this, of sure. course. But uh, it starts to get to where you may have clay, but it may not be a contiguous layer. Yes. So now you have to uh, build the dam and then bring the clay back into the lake and form a barrier and then put soil on top of that. And so that's a more expensive lake. And if you get to the other side of Austin, you get to where... Rock. Rock, sand, yep. rock, and, uh, or, or soils that don't hold water. Yes. And, uh, and now you start talking about putting down a, a synthetic liner. And that and there's a lot of... Uh, uh, options there too so you may have to put an underlayment underneath it mm-hmm. and, and or an overlayment on top mm-hmm. of it so you don't puncture it mm-hmm. you know putting in a liner is the easy part making sure you don't put a hole in it is uh, as a whole nother part for people with and, and you've already mentioned one of them uh you're the for people who have existing lakes tanks ponds what's the smallest area you would generally work with Oh, a half acre. So, so really? I, I, okay. We work on small, one smaller than that. You know, if you're willing to take care of it, I yes. call it a lake. If you spend money sure. on it, it's jump from pond to lake. Yes. So Yes. Uh, and so aesthetics usually, but uh, believe it or not, in a half or a third acre lake, you can have a great fishery. It's going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be centric around pellet-raised fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can have all the fun you need in a smaller lake. So pellet-raised fish because you can't uh, have as many of the forage fish as you need? Yeah, the, the food chain, you want to make it shorter. So if we want to use this, a terrestrial animal uh, will say that you can put uh, a few horses in a pasture. But we can put a lot of horses in individual corrals if we're willing to feed them. And mm-hmm. so the same thing happens in a pond. If, if you're willing to put the pellets to them, you can put the pellets to the bait. Mm-hmm. Or there's, you can buy hybrid striped bass that eat pellets. You can even buy largemouth bass that eat pellets, um, red drum, um, any number of fish that you can go straight from pellet to catchable fish get rid of the complicated food chain and have a lot of fun for a reason never would have thought a red drum by the way well it's uh, a lot of folks have them but no kidding yeah. in their in their lakes yeah you generally want to have a little bit uh, harder water so i'd say from austin west and mm-hmm. certainly as you go into south texas um they're they're cold sensitive of course sure so if you don't have a thermal refuge you'll probably lose them in a really rough winter uh and how do you create the thermal refuge um, there's a few ways, but having a warm well would be one way. Uh, having a, a small confined area where they can swim to the warmer water. Um, you can. There's some other coverings you can do to basically greenhouse a very small part of your pond, that sort of thing. For someone like me, if I had a, a, a tank in, on my property, what, what are the biggest issues when people call that don't know what the heck they're doing? They call you and say, hey, I'd... I'd I want to take my grandkids out fishing and have a chance to catch a four or five pound bass in you know a couple three years. What are the what are the biggest uh, barriers to creating a fishable uh, pond of water? You know that's morphed a lot uh, today. It's probably otters and uh, no kidding. Yeah, and so Every, everywhere you go, every, almost everywhere, uh, almost everywhere, absolutely. And so it's um, so you deal with those issues ar- around here. Oh, constantly, yeah. No kidding, absolutely. Why? Uh, why? Uh, why? How has it morphed? Morphed, and in your opinion, why have you seen that? Well, you know, there's, there's there are that, they protected. Well, they could, you could treat them as either they're a pest okay. on your property. But okay. I think the idea here is not to eliminate otters or kill otters, but you're trying to mitigate their impact. You're yes. trying to put out deterrence and that sort yes. of thing. But I think that the influx of otters has to do with two things. We, as Americans and as Texans, took a place that had almost no uh, ponded water, and we've basically made a million or two lubies by building ponds. <laughs> yes. And so, yes. But also, you know, trappers, trapping has, has kind of 
went by the wayside. There sure. was a time when an uh, otter pelt was worth two or three thousand dollars in today's money, and um, today, you know, there's not many trappers, and there's yes. certainly no demand for pelts sure. that I'm aware of. Sure. And um, so, you know, we've made a bunch of lubies, and we've we wow. we have no. Uh, no predators, natural or, or two-legged, to take care of them. So there, there's nothing in the wild existing that's necessarily the enemy of the otter. You might say that there's some alligators and things that eat otters, but I'd say you know that's a that's a pretty tenuous food chain. How how big is the alligator issue that you see now? It's pretty huge in certain areas, not in College Station, but if you went up into some of the sloughs off. But the but there have been. I mean, I've talked to people that have had them around. I mean, it's not terribly unusual not, right not unusual but there's properties that we go to where we'll see 50 or 100 uh alligators anytime that we're there and so not here but down towards houston towards the coast lot. and yeah. then east there's a lot sure okay uh how do you take care of them uh well we can't take care of those uh, uh, right yeah so that's uh you're living with that you have to live with it well, they can get permits to depredate and things like that but that's how they have to go through the state they if they're going to do it legally <clears throat> That's correct. Yes. I, I want to put that out there if they're going to that, do it that's legally. That's outside of our And scope. I'm not suggesting you don't do it legally. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I, I know for a fact that some of those are, quote, taken care of if there's one or two swimming in their ranch pod. I'm, but. Sure, I'm sure a few people have made their own wallets and boots. So. <laughs> yes, they have. Um, so... If you guys, if, if, if I have a pond, I've got a few fish in it, I've got a lot of little bass in there, I've got a few perch in my pond, mm -hmm. and I say, hey, John, I, I, I want to, I, I need a, a better balance, I, I, I want to grow some bigger fish, mm -hmm. what do I do? Where do I start? You have to count? Do you use the electro fishing? Yeah. Is that when you count? Yeah, say so warm up your checkbook. Yes. Okay? And yes. So pretty, pretty simple, though. The first thing we do is look. If you had cows, uh, you would want to go look at your pasture, and that's what we do with electro fishing boat. A couple of biologists come uh -huh. out, and they'll uh, stun a percentage yes. of the fish. It's a small percentage. Sure. Okay? And then we'll look at the, the prey to predator ratio. We'll look at the uh, condition of your bass. We'll look at the condition of your water. Uh, we'll send your water off and, and make sure it's up to spec that's going to grow fish. What's the biggest issue with, with water that's not up to where it needs to be? Um, yes, in this you know, area. Let's let's stick with this area for right now. Okay, so the, you know there was, there's a couple. So the first one would be that you have low alkalinity and hardness. You need to add some lime. Yes, know, especially as you go east. Um, but this, and that's this, an issue with water around here, right? So, and east of here, yeah, right? Correct. Low correct. alkaline. Yeah, absolutely. Which just produces less pounds of fish. Okay, that's, that's what that means. Okay. The other one that's probably more dominant today is having too many nutrients. You know, as we have more and more folks, you know, working something, washing in from everywhere, from everywhere, and you know, you're uh, you're talking about fertilizer. You're talking about all kinds of things. That, absolutely. Yeah. You know, just we'll just call it fertilizer to keep it yeah, simple. Sure. Okay. So, so that's from septics. That's from yes. your yard. That's from yes everything look as people we consume that's part of it it's okay you yes know? but that accumulates in your water and can make very green water okay and right. when you have very green water you can have uh, harmful algal blooms and you can yep. um, and have fish kills for yep. a variety of reasons so i'd say having you know water that doesn't produce a lot of fish or water that's so productive that it, it's it's can cause a fish kill and um, those are your two water issues that we deal with the most what's the biggest issue that the extended hot weather causes to some of these areas that maybe aren't quite as deep as you know a lake or whatever well you know there's a couple um first off you know as water gets hotter its ability to hold oxygen decreases and so saturation at high temperatures is actually barely more than a fish requires to live and so if you have a shallow lake that and especially if it's got some mud in it it's going to get hotter and hotter and the fish that can live through that are generally your undesirable fish and that's why when you go to a farm pond somewhere that has a lot of mud cats or green sunfish or mm -hmm. stuff like that those are tough fish and they can live when the fish that you want to eat generally can't live there yes and that's how they get get left there um so you know, if, if you're having kills there every summer, that trick would be maybe get rid of what's making the water turbid, which would make it cooler, mm -hmm. or dig out the lake and make it deeper. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, as a, as a fish is consuming all of its energy to stay alive, it's not really growing. So Correct. our hot summers are not 
are not nice to fish as far as putting pounds on over the years. How about aerating the water? Is that done ever? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm in a uh, probably a minority of biologists that don't believe in throwing air in every every lake. You know, the, um, there's been lakes before there was aerators and they grew sure absolutely. Um, but if you're going to push the envelope and you're going to try to grow some big boys, um, big girls would be more accurate, I guess. Yes. Um, well, then then yeah, I would aerate, but. You know, remember, if you have an aeration system and the power goes out in the summer or it turns off or breaks, do not just plug that back in. We see more kills on aerated lakes and unaerated lakes, but not because of the aerator, because people don't understand how exactly an aerator works, how it mixes mm-hmm. the unaerated water, the cold water in the bottom of a lake with Correct. the warm water. So that turns it, o- turns turns it, it over. over. And uh, I'd say that's probably in the top three reasons we see fish kills is because of mis- misunderstanding of aeration what's this uh your favorite strain of bass that you use around here oh there's only one in my mind it's pure florida okay pure yes now i just uh is there another strain that is fairly new that that i've heard about here in the last you're you're laughing is this a wives tale or or are there strains of fish that are being sold to people that that they're probably paying too much for and not getting enough out of it. I say it's that Florida bass are the best bass that exist today. Okay. So that's my opinion. Okay. And, uh, okay. You know, that's Fair. Kind of but there's a, a lot of different fish been marketed over a long time. But if you look at the studies, Pure Florida is where it's at. And in, in terms of forage, uh, tell me what what you do in terms of percentage. And I guess that has to do with the size of the lakes we're dealing with or not. Well, yeah, you know, somewhat. But I would say that um, your goals are important to me, your budget's important to me, and your timetable, yes. you know. If, yes. If, if you're 80 years old and you're trying to grow big fish <laughs> yeah. in, in three years, you yeah. have a different a different set of uh, criteria we're going to put out there than if mm-hmm. you're 30 years old and you're going to grow them over the next 20 years. Yes. And so it's important to really understand your client, the size of the lake, um, and what those goals are. A lot of people believe they want to grow trophy bass, but most people, that's actually not true. What you want is a great fishing experience, right? Or correct. maybe just a great experience, correct? And um, and so, but on a feeding program, um, as far as forage goes, you know, bluegill, coppernose, preferably in my yep. world, but yep. you know, they, they work the same. Just yep. coppernose get bigger. Uh, red ear to help control uh, the parasites in the lake. Okay. Um, fathead minnows and shiners are there, but they're a really small part of the ecosystem. Um, Threadfin shad can be great if you have green water. They have the ability to grow, I'd say, more pounds of mm-hmm. fish than any other fish quickly. Mm-hmm. But they're the first ones to go away when your when your lake gets out of balance. And then if you want to, you know, drop pounds quickly, you throw some goldfish or something like that on there. And, and uh, nothing gets bass fatter than big dumb goldfish. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've talked to uh, people, you know, all the time that either have a lake they fish at well, i say I'm, I'm i'm calling it a lake but you know several acres or whatever yep. or even a pond and they go well you know there's so much hydrilla in here and as you mentioned yep. it may not be hydrilla but but there's so much in here that i can't even you know get a worm down down to the fish so then i hear well they they brought in grass carp and now there's nothing left in the lake they've eaten all of the grass Mm -hmm. tell me about balancing what those fish need to spawn and to hide and all of that versus you know fishable water and 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 maintaining the level that it needs to be Uh, i would say you know if i was to draw a lake with a crayon and, and make it the perfect lake i'd probably want weeds plants aquatic plants around 20 25 percent i would say from a fish standpoint probably 25 to 50. once we get to 50 percent you know uh, usage of the lake is going to go down it's not going to be as much fun it certainly isn't going to be as aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. um so i'd say you know, we will call the the complex structure you know we have both the uh, brush piles and rocks and that sort of thing to plants but plants ideally 25 percent you know, grass carp they have their place okay there's, yes there's there's been a a lot of um, um a lot of misinformation about grass carp what you need to know about grass carp is that they're a fish that eat soft plants okay and if you put too many in they'll probably eat other stuff but generally they like to eat soft plants mm-hmm. so um but they're also like a goat so if i went to your house if you said hey my grass is is getting too tall yeah and I like to mow it. And I was like, no, no, let me give you some goats. Yeah. And you're like, 
like, oh, goats. Well, that's going to work. That's cheap, you know, okay. Well, I could drop the goats off, but the goats may not like your grass. Maybe they want to eat your rose bushes, or maybe they want to <laughs> jump on your car, yeah. or yeah. maybe they eat your grass perfectly. And so when people think about grass carp, a lot, a lot of times they're maligned because they don't do what they think they should be doing, but they, they don't have the same preferences as us, and we can't tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. But, but do know that having some grass carp is beneficial. Usually it'll reduce your chemical bill, usually. Uh, but if you put in too many, they'll eventually eat the weeds, and you'll be left with weeds that they don't eat. And if you have too many after that, you'll eventually have no weeds, and you'll have muddy water. You'll have reduced numbers of, of prey and predator fish and all those other things. If you have a really good biologist um, on staff and, and you stay ahead of those problems as opposed to stock and forget, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're going to be fine. But nowadays, you know, believe it or not, otters have messed this up too because – the two things otters love are large bass and small grass carp. Wow, so, no uh, kidding. Okay. So, so they've made the stocking of, of grass carp less predictable. So it sounds ideally to me uh, you, you're, you're going to control the, the plants in your, in your environment with, with herbicides. Is that how you do most of it? In a perfect world, you build, if you're building a new lake, you build it in such a way that the light won't reach 60 70 percent of the bottom of your lake and okay so you won't grow weeds there and okay so you don't have to do anything just okay let it be be natural be natural but well kind of natural we deepened it so much that yes. that it wouldn't grow um if you don't have that and you have an older pond yeah i'd say some grass carp and probably some herbicides and algicides you want to use approved ones there's some old school stuff out there that works but have some really negative nasty, effects yeah 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 uh, really negative effects and stay away yes. from that and um and um you know, another thing you could do is build a nice, good floating dock and get farther past the weeds. So mm-hmm. you'd be shocked at how your usage of your lake will change if you're out on a dock and yes. and you you walk past the weeds, but you get to fish, and yes. you get to socialize, yes. and the weeds are behind you. Then and by the way, you guys do that too. Oh yeah, I absolutely. want to throw that in. Yeah, uh-huh. nice docks where it's at. I know I told you 15 or 20 minutes. Is there any way you can stay like 10 more minutes? I got and, as much time as you like. Oh, thank you very much. We're visiting with John Jones. John, tell people how, uh, tell them about your website. Tell them what the best way is to get in contact with you. Okay. Well, uh, our website is www.luckoranch.com. It's hard to say and hard to spell. So that's Lima Oscar Charlie Hotel Oscar Whiskey Ranch.com. And Sounds like you've done this before. Yeah, it's not the first time. And um, Or, you know, just generally type in pond maintenance or lake building or, or okay. any, anything related to your lake, and we should pop up if the people are doing their jobs and happy to help you out. Awesome. Uh, all right, we're going to be back with John here in just a minute. We need a quick break. Brian Marine, 1008 William Joel Bryan Parkway, has been part of our community for over 50 years. You go see Steve and the staff over there. They have an impeccable reputation for sales and service. And, you know, I've told you all along, uh, this supply chain stuff has not eased too much in the boating industry with motors and such. So, you know, you need to get an idea of what you want. You need to go talk to Steve about it. And then he starts making phone calls and will do everything he can to get you the kind of boat you want, whether it's a, a skiff a center console, a sea arc, uh, if you want a pontoon boat, if you want a ski boat, a bay liner, they can do that. But you need to let them know. And they also uh, will take boats in on consignment uh, from, from time to time as well. Service, sales, boating, these folks have done it for over 50 years. Brian Marine, 1008 William Joel Bryan Parkway, just west of downtown Bryan. I'm John Clark. And I'm Josh Eisenhower, Clark Eisenhower Real Estate Services. Josh and I and our seven associates have over 100 years combined real estate experience in the Brazos Valley. We specialize in commercial, industrial, and land sales of all types. We also lease and manage retail, office, industrial, and warehouse properties throughout the Brazos Valley. And we are committed to professional service, honesty, and integrity. Call us at the office at 268-6840. Or find us online at Clark Eisenhower. 
Don't fire up the grill this summer without a couple of links of Slovacic Sausage. Since 1957, Slovacic Sausage and Snook has been making the best tasting sausage anywhere. Whether it's hickory smoked pork or beef links, spicy jalapeno and cheese, hot links, summer sausage or ham, Slovacic's will make any outdoor party special. Be sure to check out the store in Snook for the freshest meats and baked goods. And don't forget to stop at the store in West on I-35. Ask for the best. Ask for Slovacic Sausage. Sausage experts since 1957. Burdett & Son Outdoor Adventure Shop carries a complete line of reloading equipment, optics and hunting gear, plus gunsmith services. Burdett also has your new laser identification process for your firearms. And be sure to lock up all your valuables in a safe by Liberty or Browning delivered to your home or business. Look for the latest shipment of guns and ammo by following on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Burdett & Son LLC. Burdett & Son, 1055 Texas Avenue next to Chili's. This portion of our program is brought to you by West Webb Albritton and Gentry. Since 1982, West Webb Albritton and Gentry has provided the Brazos Valley with trusted legal counsel with integrity and excellence. They have experienced counsel on a wide range of legal issues, including commercial litigation, construction, banking, wills and estate planning, employment law and real estate law, just to name a few. Contact them at 694-7000 or online at westweblaw.com. West Webb has offices across the state of Texas with principal office in College Station. Shulte Roofing is the home of the bulletproof roof. Call 1-800-F-O-R-Roof. That's all you have to do. Get the best roof for your money. Save on energy, too. Shulte Roofs are above all the rest. They stand up to the test. Burdett & Son Outdoor Adventure Shop carries a complete line of reloading equipment, optics and hunting gear, plus gunsmith services. Burdett also has your new laser identification process for your firearms. And be sure to lock up all your valuables in a safe by Liberty or Browning delivered to your home or business. Look for the latest shipment of guns and ammo by following on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Burdett & Son LLC. Burdett & Son, 1055 Texas Avenue next to Chili's. Protect your automobile and equipment engines with quality fuels from Producers Cooperative. Did you know that every gallon of gasoline and low-sulfur diesel from Producers contains a premium quality additive that fights moisture and improves lubricity? The results can be less downtime and fewer costly repairs. It's good insurance. So begin your protection today with fuel from Producers. High-performance fuels, quality service, outstanding results. Producers, on Texas Avenue north of Highway 21 and Bryan. Or call 979-778-6000. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us here on a Thursday. It is the Clark Eisenhower Outdoor Edition, and we're visiting with John Jones. He is the owner of Lucko Ranch Pond and Lake Management, LuckoRanch.com. Uh, I'm asking questions because I'm curious about all of this kind of stuff. Um, do you have a lake within the four-state region that you would take and show every client to say this is this is the shining example of of what we can do and have done over the years. Yeah, I mean, I'm not asking you to tell me where it is or name or anything like that, but there's some really special lakes out there. But you know, there there's more than one because there's a lot of different ways. Sure, you know, um, so. I could take you to, to something like a, a La Perla, Gary Schwartz, what he's done down oh, yeah. there, you know, yeah. and really, really impressive what he, he was able to accomplish down there. And I could go to some that are more local. There's several people you would know here that yes. have incredible bass lakes. Yes. Um, other, you know, I love some of the ones that we've built over the years that were designed correctly. That's going to live well past when I'm gone and uh -huh. the kids are gone. Uh -huh. And, um, 
so you know proper design there um obviously we were uh, involved out of aggie park and and as an advisory role yep i i love seeing that next you know tailgate season absolutely Kyle field and looking at all that beautiful water so <laughs> yeah, there, there's a bunch but if you made me say something right yeah now, yeah i love being involved with the, the lake there Kyle field. uh i'm guessing that black bass is number one when people come to you Yes or yeah, no? By by far, by, by far, a long way. By a lo- now, people have fond memories of crappie. Sure. But very few people locally really fish or crappie in their private lakes. But they all yes. have fond memories as a kid of, yes. of going out and catching and eating crappie. So if you have people that want to catch crappie, um, my guess is bass like crappie pretty well, don't they? Yeah. You know, what happens is the crappie spawn earlier than the bass. And okay. so they can become more dominant in the pond. but. And when we talk about the problems and the, and the hindrances to growing big fish or lots of fish and all those things, personally, again, some biologists will disagree with me, but I, I put crappie pretty down, yeah, down, yeah. down low as a list of problems. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just not that big. Okay. Big. So if you uh, want them, put them in. Other people, I'm guessing, love catfish, right? Yeah, you know, not so much. If you're managing your lake, I'd say catfish uh, generally are, are not. Okay. Nowadays, we, we stock very little catfish. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, and you know we use a really high protein high growth rate feed cost you quite yes. a bit per bag yes it probably makes you a little upset when your catfish eat it all up <laughs> now they grow seven pounds a year eating it but uh yeah yeah but uh yeah catfish usually you take one of the small ponds that you don't mind being muddy right and um you you put them in you you do some things you know they won't spawn unless they have some sort of cavern to, to spawn in so a five gallon bucket some old concrete no top. kidding yeah. okay so hopefully your small lake doesn't have an area for them to spawn successfully in. And uh, so they're put and take. You go put a couple yep. other catfish in yep. there, you catch out 100, yep. put in another 100, and you know, move on that. Really interested in uh, redfish again. Uh, <laughs> how, how, many, how many of those do you deal with? Thousands of them. Usually, though, you know, I advise people on something like redfish, you need to have fully maximized your your lake management and all the other areas because now we're just doing some window dressing a little something here and there and so um so uh, uh if i could interrupt so i'll understand if you have a a, a lake that's well managed for bass mm-hmm. it it's not a huge issue depending on how many redfish you you'd like to keep in there i'd say it's almost no issue okay but here where we live here today um I would say that um, it's be a little harder to do here because the the water's not hard enough. But once we get to Austin, mm-hmm. I'd say basically no issue to put them in there; they'll survive. Wow. Okay. And that's where most most of these places are that have them, or west. Yeah, I would say west. So you know, from say Hondo down uh-huh. to Laredo, and, and okay. anywhere down in the valley. Okay. Uh, we'll stock those, but there's places up north. But again you go north you're going to have them but if you have a cold winter and you don't have some sort of refuge and there's a lot of ways that could happen naturally or, or not naturally uh then they're going to go away i think you mentioned striped bass earlier did you not or hybrids uh hybrid striped bass which okay, are probably hybrids. my personal favorite fish they're to catch just, or just just overall i think they're a great fish so first off they're affordable okay okay uh secondly they're sterile so i don't have any over yes pop, or population dynamic issues to worry about Third, that's a put and take deal too right 100 yeah. yeah and um and probably my favorite reason is that they attract bald eagles so if you stock hybrid striped bass you're basically guaranteed really yeah, absolutely why, why them particularly? Well, because their their life history traits, you know, involve them basically. If if you were sitting on the side of your lake and you're looking out there, you'd have no idea. But if you were to get up in a helicopter or drone and get uh-huh. to 100 feet, you'll notice that all your hybrid stripers are going to be within a foot of the surface. And no kidding. So the, the, the eagles will see no them. No matter how deep the lake is? Nah, I mean, you can always see them. Never knew that. Yep. And Well... Yeah, I'm sure there's times they're not there. Yeah, yeah. But we have places where we stock them just as bald eagle food, basically. Where it, really? Yeah, the owners love seeing them, and I think it's great. But I can't think of anywhere where we've stocked hybrid striped bass. That is remarkable. Yeah. And how long would it take the eagles to show up once you've stocked a lake with them? It's fairly. They have great eyesight <laughs> like an eagle, right? So not lo- it doesn't take long. And so that is remarkable. I never knew that. Yeah. I love them. So. so that's they're a big source for eagles. Then. Well, I, I would say, yeah, they're they're a great food source. I stock them in my lake probably six times a year. Do you really? Well, every day. And how many will you put in? Oh, several hundred. 
at a time? Yeah, because every day two or three get eaten by eagles. So Every day? Every day. Are the eagles here year-round? Uh, some. I don't pretend to be a bird person. Well, I understand. Person, but there's always eagles at our place year-round. So. And we're talking here in, in the area, yeah, right? Yeah, Browse Valley, absolutely. That is amazing. I did <laughs> not know that. And, you know, they also eat pelleted fish food. Yes, right? so that makes sense. That, so yes. who doesn't love a fish? It and they, and they, uh, they grow fairly quickly, do they, they, they not? Yeah, two or three pounds a year. So, you know, again, eco- economical, grow big, grow fast, and they fight way harder than oh, the they do. bass. They do. Now, if you're not going to pellet feed the lake, I would never stock them. They should only go into to fed lakes. But um, yes. bang for buck and fun per buck, you just can't beat a hybrid striped bass. Oh, that's awesome. And so where do you get your fish? Those will come from, from Arkansas. Okay. Yep. So they're grown mainly for the the food fish market, uh-huh. and then, you know, us sport fish guys squeeze a little to the side for us. Did the do the uh, Florida bass come from Florida, or they are they somewhere else? Uh, they're all over the place now. So okay. they're grown in different places. Yeah, yeah. Genetics, but and, and do you use different places? Um, to now at this point, it's important that we keep our, sure. our stuff grown at a few places. Sure, absolutely. So, okay. Um, keep the genetics right. How, uh, because remember, it's pretty hard for you to test genetics, right? So, yes, absolutely. So you have to take somebody's word. So, do you stock numbers per acre per si- how, how do you figure out when you're when you're uh, replenishing a pond or coming to a pond that's that says, "Hey, we're starting over"? How do you figure out numbers? Uh, it will all start back. You know, new lake is pretty simple. There's some AFS publications on this. There's a standard on what you should stock. And there's tweaks based on your goals and timetable. On an existing lake where you're doing what we call corrective stocking, you know, it really depends on the survey results. And then at that point, knowing what your timetable is to fix this or your mm-hmm. budget, and then mm-hmm. that's how we mm-hmm. come up with our recommendations. But, you know, a, a lake that was real short on bluegill, a bunch of skinny bass, we might say pull out 50 you know, bass less than 15 inches yes. per acre, put in 2,000 medium bluegill an acre, and if you want to go even faster, put in 100 pounds of goldfish four times a year. You know, something along those lines. All right. So last thing, and I'll let you go. Uh, I'm fishing a, 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 a private lake, acre maybe. Uh, it's got a lot of little bass in it. A lot of little bass okay. in it. And I'm sure you see that a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, More before there was otters. But, yeah. Keep yeah. Going. <laughs> no, I get it. Uh, I'm just because i haven't seen otters i know doesn't mean they're not there i get that mm-hmm. but am i supposed to take x amount of these smaller bass 15 inches and 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 smaller out i would say traditional management if you're not fishing this how big is this pond we're fishing maybe an acre okay and how often are you fishing is it being oh, fished oh yeah it's being fished how often though uh fairly fairly often once a week once a month yeah yeah once a week once a week probably i'd say just take the smallest seven fish out of every that you catch every, every time. time yeah every time and okay that'll do the trick i mean yeah yeah basic pond management is that simple if everybody did that my kids would have to wear the same shoes every day so. <laughs> john jones is the owner of lucko ranch pond and lake management we didn't even get into moose and bear in alaska so <laughs> you're gonna have to come back uh, i no problem. I drive your road every day. Uh, excellent. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you're just down the road yeah, from us. Yeah, I'm, you're on the way home. That's you, just, uh, you just tell me when. That's 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 like my uh, that that that's that should be on 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 my business card. I'm on the way home. Well, there you go. For uh, half of us, you have to be. Passport to Texas is brought to you by Zwerneman Flooring and Texas Grill Supply. Just like your home's decor and the paint color on your walls. The flooring in your home is an expression of you. At Zorneman Flooring, our goal is simple. Help every individual client express their style with the very best in flooring, selections, price, and service. Whether you're in need of carpet, tile, or wood, Zorneman Flooring can create a unique floor made just for you. Call Zorneman Flooring at 776-2800. Express yourself with Zorneman Flooring. Click zfloors.net. This is Passport to Texas. Developing and reinforcing hunter safety skills must be a lifelong pursuit for every hunter. The first principle when hunting with a firearm, always point the muzzle in a safe direction. This is basic safety. Heidi Rao is a hunter education specialist with Texas Parks and Wildlife. She says even when alone in the field, hunters must remain aware of muzzle direction. 
There could be other hunters or even a building near where you're hunting and you never want your firearm pointed at anything other than your intended target. Until you're ready to shoot, keep the muzzle pointed in a safe direction with the safety on and your finger resting outside the trigger guard. When you're hunting with two or more hunters, you need to be aware of where the other hunters are at all times. You really must talk and let the others know where you are. The way you carry your gun also matters. You always want to carry your gun in a way so there's no possibility for the muzzle to be pointed at any other hunter. One of the safest ways to carry your firearm is known as the two-handed carry or the ready position. This carry also provides the most control over your firearm and it gives you a quick setup for a shot. You can find hunter education videos on the Texas Parks and Wildlife YouTube channel. The Wildlife Restoration Program supports our show. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty. Texas Grill Supply is your outdoor kitchen and entertainment specialist. We carry all seven sizes of the Big Green Egg, gas and pellet grills, pizza ovens, and so much more. We also have barbecue accessories, including locally made seasonings. Whether you're looking to construct, update, or renovate your entire outdoor kitchen, our team is excited to help you create your outdoor dream living area. Texas Grill Supply, Aggie-owned and operated one-stop local shop for all things grilling and chilling. Get them! I'm John Clark. And I'm Josh Eisenhower, Clark Eisenhower Real Estate Services. Josh and I and our seven associates have over 100 years combined real estate experience in the Brazos Valley. We specialize in commercial, industrial, and land sales of all types. We also lease and manage retail, office, industrial, and warehouse properties throughout the Brazos Valley. And we are committed to professional service, honesty, and integrity. Call us at the office at 268-6840 or find us online at Clark Eisenhower. And I enjoyed that. Uh, it's John Jones, thank you uh, for him coming in. Uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife uh, changed speckled trout regulations in response to the coastal freeze, you know, three years ago, 2021. Uh, well, it wasn't three years ago, but it was two and a half years ago now. The regulations, of course, from Matagorda down to Mexico. And this is what they did. They changed it to a daily bag limit of three, right? It was five. They changed it to three. They went from 15 minimum inches to 17 inches with a maximum of 23 inches. Now... Unless they change their mind, unless you talk to them, which I did today, I sent them a note today, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give, and you may not want to do this. You you may think you want five fish again, and I I get that, but I'm just telling you what these regulations have done for the quality of trout everywhere I fish on the coast in two and a half years is remarkable to me. So September 1st, unless they change it, they are going back to the daily bag limit of five and the minimum to 15 inches and the maximum to 25 inches, okay? You can, you can keep no more than one over 25 inches per day. Uh, I let my feelings be known today. Sea fish, as in coastal fishing, sea fish at tpwd.texas.gov. All right, I'll do that again. Sea fish at tpwd, Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, tpwd.texas.gov. You can send them your thoughts, your opinions on this. If enough people don't do it, then it will go back to what it was. Five bag limit, 15-inch minimum, 25-inch maximum. I am fine. I would love them to keep right where we are right now. A daily bag limit of three, minimum length of 17 inches, and maximum of 23 inches. 
I'm telling you, it has made a huge difference along the coast right now. I don't want to regress. I understand you want to go and bring a bunch of fish home, but I'm telling you, if you're like me, a lot of those fish, once they go in the freezer, they sit there. And six months from now, you go, oh, I forgot about these, all these, you know, 40 trout that we caught. Uh, so all I'm saying is, if you're like me, if you agree with me, then send them a letter. If you don't agree with me, then don't say anything. Seafish at tpwd.texas.gov. This came out today, and I already knew this. I, I didn't need some expert telling me that a recent study suggests women who engage in fishing activities are generally happier. The research confirms that fishing provides therapeutic effects like reducing stress and promoting relaxation. Well, duh. Um, I don't know if you saw this two weeks ago. In Florida, South Florida, a Burmese python was captured that was the longest snake ever recorded, 19 feet long. A Burmese python, 19 feet long. Now, it didn't say how much it weighed. I'm guessing one that large weighed well over 300 pounds. It can eat people, it eats deer, which it does, and anything else it can squeeze and put in its mouth over 19 feet. And you know this was going to happen, people. When I left for vacation, we talked about this. Amber Harris's vacation to Yellowstone, what do you think happened? What do you think happened to Amber Harris in Yellowstone Park, Austin? Harris, 47-year-old Phoenix resident, was gored by a bison on a trip to the park with her daughter and her boyfriend. She wrote on Facebook, I was carried out of the field on a stretcher to an ambulance, transferred to a helicopter for life flight to Idaho. Pain med, CT, MRI. I sustained seven spine fractures, bilateral collapse lungs, bruising all over. Harris detailed the moments before the attack. We woke up, walked down to the lodge for some coffee, decided to walk through a field to get to Yellowstone Lake. I know exactly where she was. There were about 20 elk roaming around, so we waited for them to clear before walking through the field. About halfway to the water, we noticed two bison, one on the path we were walking, the other in the opposite direction. We stopped looked about 50 yards away on the trail, hidden at first in the shadows. We watched him drop and roll in the dirt like a dog would. They do that for bugs and insects. We got up on our feet. He started, he got up, he started walking, then he started running toward us. But the story took an unexpected happy turn in the hospital when Whitehill proposed to Harris after saying he had planned to do it during the park visit. Chris had a planned a beautiful marriage proposal this week on a natural bridge, but all three of us have been in the hospital since yesterday morning, and I won't be able to leave anytime soon. Without any hesitation, I said yes. The incident remains under investigation by park officials who say, it's mating season for bison, and they can be unpredictable. Now, I will say this. It doesn't sound like if this lady's telling the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, she necessarily did anything wrong. You want to give a wide berth to these animals. A woman has been found dead on a trail near Yellowstone after coming into contact with a grizzly bear. Tracks from a grizz were discovered close to her body near the town of West Yellowstone, Montana. The woman was found after an apparent 
bare encounter, but no cause of death has yet been confirmed. Days before the woman was found, Montana's Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Department warned visitors and staff of the increased danger from grizzlies, urged campers and hikers to carry bear spray and to secure food and rubbish. Rangers issued an emergency closure of the area where the woman was found, which is popular with hikers. Yellowstone has two species, of course, grizz and black bear. The latter are smaller, but there's a lot more of them. But grizz numbers have increased in the greater, Sto greater Yellowstone area. Listen to me. From 136 bears in 1975 to more than 1,000 bears in 2021. Grizzly bears may range over hundreds of square miles, and the potential for conflicts, especially when food is present, makes it a continuing challenge. People, get them before they get you. You know what I'm saying? Now, I hope you're watching Shark Week. I hope you've seen Forrest Galante on Monday, who we had on the show uh, Monday. We had on the show Monday before he was on Monday night. Tonight, he is doing Snakes versus Sharks. The Australian uh, snake, I forget the name of it, is on tonight versus Tiger Sharks because dead Tiger Sharks are wa uh, washing up. And they're wondering if these sea snakes, these deadly, the most venomous snake in the world, is killing tiger sharks. So Forrest Galante is going to do some experiments tonight. I watched cocaine sharks last night. There was no real conclusion, by the way, to cocaine sharks. We don't know if sharks, in fact, are ingesting cocaine and going crazy. But we think they might be. Just something else to be on guard with. Again, get them before they get you. All right. Tomorrow, Phil Steele will join us again. And also tomorrow, uh, Alan Paul will join us, author of Brothers and Sisters, the Allman Brothers Band, and the inside story of the album that defined the 70s. I want you to go see my friend Bubba Dixon. He's right down Highway 6 in Navasota with Sterling, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, and Jeep, and Sterling, Navasota, GM, with Chevys and GMs and trucks and Jeeps and SUVs and cars. And if anybody is going to make you a deal, Bubba is going to do it. You know him. He's been part of our community for over 30 years. He's been selling cars in our area for over 30 years. No one is better. No one is going to treat you better. Their service department is going to take care of you. You need to go down and see Bubba. Before you do anything, go down Highway 6. 20 minutes to Navasota to the Chrysler Dodge Ram and Jeep or the GM dealership and let Bubba take care of you. The Sterling Auto Group of Navasota. I'm John Clark. And I'm Josh Eisenhower, Clark Eisenhower Real Estate Services. Josh and I and our seven associates have over 100 years combined real estate experience in the Brazos Valley. We specialize in commercial, industrial, and land sales of all types. We also lease and manage retail, office, industrial, and warehouse properties throughout the Brazos Valley. And we are committed to professional service, honesty, and integrity. Call us at the office at 268-6840 or find us online at Clark Eisenhower. And we're out of here. We got Bombers baseball at 645. We are back tomorrow to end the week in style. Sports Radio, 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, KZE, College Station, Bryan, Texas. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made
made of steel Their horns were black and shiny And their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him As they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Their eyes were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat He's riding hard to catch that herd But he ain't caught them yet Cause they've got to ride forever On that range up in the sky All the horses snorting fire As they ride on, hear their cry Riders loped on by him, he heard one call his name If you want to save your soul from Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.